Welcome to A Happy Positive Life, the podcast to help you raise your vibe and bring your dreams into your reality. I'm Lauren Ellis, your go-to guide for self-love, confidence, and manifesting greatness. If you're a mum navigating the beautiful chaos of life, craving transformation, and dreaming big, then my friend, you are in the right place. This podcast is your golden key to a life of abundance in love, happiness, and success. Ready to find your happy? Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to Happy Positive Life. This is the next chapter of this podcast. My name is Lauren Ellis and I am your host and I'm really excited to invite you here on this journey. I'm so happy that you've pressed play today. Previously, this podcast has been about motherhood and I love being a mum and I love talking to mums, but so many mums have that feeling like they're meant for something more, like their daily routine just isn't quite enough. They love their kids, but they want something for themselves. That is what I want to encourage more of in this podcast. I want you to feel in love with your life. I want you to feel in love with yourself. We're going to be talking more about self-love, about confidence and about manifesting the life that you want. Manifestation has been something that I have been so interested in from the time I was about 16 years old and my dad showed me the movie The Secret the documentary about the law of attraction. Ever since then, I have been hooked, but I've been quite nervous about talking about it in public. I think it's because it's a little bit woo-woo. It's actually not. It's actually very scientific, but people see it as woo-woo. I felt a little bit self-conscious that people were going to maybe think that I was a bit strange or a bit weird to talk about these sort of topics, but I'm really leaning into it from now on because I see that this stuff can change people's lives. I'm not even kidding. It can transform your whole life. You can have everything that you've ever wanted by changing your mindset. It can be done, but there's some techniques that you need to learn. And a lot of them center around self-love. So that is where we're going to start today. We're going to talk about self-love. The more that we learn to love ourselves, the more that we are going to prioritize our own happiness. I want you to get a little bit selfish. (laughs) That doesn't mean that you have to take from others when I say selfish. What I mean is I want you to pour into yourself. I want you to fill your cup so that it is so full, it overflows and your happiness spills out to your family. You have so much to give because you are feeling so fulfilled and so in love with your life that you give effortlessly. There is no resentment when it comes to giving to others. You give freely. That's the point of this. We love ourselves, we fill ourselves up and then we give to others. While we're on the topic of self-love, I've got a gift for you. I've recorded a meditation audio that is free for you to download. It's an express meditation, so tailor-made for busy (laughs) mums. It's only five minutes long. What it does is it allows you to really drop into that meditative space where you can get full relaxation. And when you are in that space, I take you through a guided visualization to meet the highest version of yourself. This is the version of yourself that has achieved everything that you have ever wanted. This version of yourself is going to give you a very profound message 
of what you need to do to get to where they are. This meditation bridges that gap between where you are now to where you want to go. This practice can be done every day to speed up your manifestations. We're going to accelerate that time for you to get from point A to point B. It also comes with a reflections card. When you do the meditation and you have all these profound intuitive drop-ins, I want you to write them down as soon as you finish the meditation so that you can get really clear on what your message was from your highest self If there are any visions or ideas or sparks of inspiration that came to you during that meditation, write them down. That is what this reflections card is for. So this is a really, really powerful free resource that you can take advantage of right now. I will put the link in the show notes below, or you can head to my website at happypositivelife.com. This meditation practice is going to change your life. Okay, let's get into the second episode of season four, all about self-love to increase your happiness and boost your manifestations. Let's go. So when I talk about self-love and being a little bit selfish, that is not to be mistaken with vanity, narcissism, anything like that. Those things actually come from fear. It's fear of not being liked. They've got to protect themselves because no one else is going to protect them, that sort of thing. This self-love that I'm trying to get across to you is just a pure respect for yourself. It is respect. It is love. It is admiration for yourself. And I'm going to teach you a couple of tactic that you can start implementing to boost your self-love because we can be so self-critical. And I'm saying that from experience, trust me. Oh my God, I used to be so self-critical, but it doesn't get you anywhere. If you've been criticizing yourself for years and years, probably your whole life, has it actually improved your life? No, (laughs) I'm guessing no. All it does is make you feel bad about yourself. Self-criticism does not help you. What does help you is self-encouragement, self-love, pride and confidence in yourself. That changes your life. Self-criticism does nothing. So I'm going to give you a couple of tips and guess what the first one is? Stop criticizing yourself. (laughs) Please don't take that as a criticism either. We all do it and it's so easy to fall into that trap of criticizing yourself constantly. So the best way to start doing this is to picture the way that you talk to yourself as if you're talking to a friend. So if you are saying those hurtful things in your mind, picture saying it to your best friend or your child or your mom or you know someone that you love and someone that you're close to. Imagine voicing those mean thoughts in your head to them, aiming those words at that person. How does that feel? You would never do that. <laughs> that is evil. Like we don't we don't intend to go and hurt someone, yet we're doing it to ourselves every single day. Stopping the self-criticism can be done a few different ways. Obviously, you can try and stop your thoughts in their tracks, but that's difficult without doing some extra work on top. You can do affirmations, positive affirmations, which I'll talk about in a minute, but 
the reason we want to attack this self-criticism and stop it is because all the affirmations in the world are not going to stop those spiraling thoughts. You might do five positive affirmations and then say 800 mean things to yourself. So all those bad thoughts are cancelling out the positive affirmations. So we're going to attack this self-criticism. One exercise that I have been doing for myself and it's really been working because it makes you aware. When you look in the mirror, point out something positive. Point out something that you like about yourself before you pick at your face, you pick at your hair, you look at yourself and go, ugh, I look horrible today. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. We're not doing that. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror and see the good parts about you before you see anything else. You will probably find, and I'm saying this because this is my experience, I would start with a self-criticism and then I'd think, oh, no, shit, I was meant to be positive. Oh, I've said like 10 bad things about myself already. Oh, no. That's actually a good thing because you're noticing that you're doing it. Awareness is key. Look in the mirror. Even if you have said a few critical things or you're looking at like a blemish on your face or something, you're looking at all the flaws, even if you just notice, oh, I was meant to say something good about myself, that's still progress. And then as you practice that, you will get to the stage where you look at yourself and you see the nice things of yourself and then you go, oh, actually, I might just fix my hair there, you know. You can fix things that need to be fixed, but I'm talking about your first initial reaction when you see yourself in the mirror should be positive. And it can be. It takes practice though. Mirror work is powerful. And this is something that Louise Hay, who is a best-selling author and motivational speaker and just my absolute idol, (laughs) ask my sisters about how much I love Louise Hay. She was really, really big in the 90s and my mum loved her. Anyway, this isn't about Louise. She actually started this concept of mirror work. What she says to do is to look at yourself in the mirror, look into your eyes and tell yourself that you love yourself. This is extremely powerful, but not an easy thing to do at first. This is why these exercises are referred to as practices. These are things that you have to practice and it is okay if you are not perfect at first. That's fine. It's all about the progress. It's all about the intention that you put behind the exercise or the practice. (laughs) If you are wanting to better yourself and you're starting these practices, that is already progress. That is huge. You are so far ahead of the game if you are even considering doing this sort of work. So try mirror work. It is amazingly powerful, whether you do the Louise Hay version where you tell yourself you love yourself or you just simply look in the mirror and pick out the positives, whatever you do, I want you to start looking at yourself and see yourself in more of a positive light. That is going to put that self-criticism on mute. Next thing you can do to stop those mean thoughts is to drown them out. Drown them out with positive thoughts. These don't have to be your own thoughts. You can listen to podcasts like this. You can listen to Louise Hay. You can listen to any leader that talks about 
the power of positivity and self-love and confidence and all the things that we want more of in our lives, fill your mind with those messages. You won't even be able to hear the negative self-talk. If you are flooding your brain with new ideas of positivity and self-love. This creates new neural pathways in your brain. If you picture your current thought patterns as a well-made path, it's got gravel, all the plants are trimmed and it's easy to walk along because you've been doing it over and over and over again. It's worn, you know the way. That is like your thought pattern that is continuing over and over and over again in your mind. When we're creating new neural pathways, meaning a new thought process, a more positive thought process, a process that is going to excel you and bring you out of your current reality and into the new reality that you want to go to, we have to forge a new path. And like I said, Before, when we're doing the mirror work, it's not always easy at first. If you think of that path analogy, if you take a detour and you walk a different way, it's going to be overgrown. You're probably going to have to cut the weeds with a machete. (laughs) There's going to be no path in sight because this is all new territory. We're creating completely new thoughts in our mind. And the research shows that if you are over the age of 35, most of your thoughts are on autopilot. So the thoughts that you think are probably the thoughts that you thought 10 years ago, 20 years ago on autopilot going round and round and round and round. So we are creating new paths or new neural pathways to better ourselves and to work towards a life that we want. But we're going to have to bush bash our way there. (laughs) We're going to have to do a bit of work to form those new paths. So drown out the negativity until you can barely hear it anymore. Next one, celebrate your accomplishments. Notice all the little things that you get done every day, not the things that you still have to get done. I know we all do this, but you can be so hard on yourself for all the things that you haven't done. Our to-do lists are never ending. And often that's the things that are still left on the list that we focus on rather than the things that we actually did accomplish. So rather than beating yourself up about the things that you haven't got done, I want you to flip that around and look at the things that you have achieved. That's going to give you that enoughness feeling. And often that's what we're lacking. We feel like we're not enough. We haven't done enough. And this comes back to self-criticism. A powerful visualization for this practice is picturing yourself as a little child. Think about a child achieving something and the praise that you would give them. Think about all the things that you would say to that child if they did a beautiful drawing or if they put their plate in the kitchen after they had dinner. You'd be so grateful. You'd say, thank you so much. And maybe, yes, they left their cup on the table and they didn't bring that up. Would you focus on that? Or would you focus on the good thing that they actually did? And picture that as yourself. Would you scold that child for not doing everything right? Or would you just praise them for the thing that they did do? And think about that as yourself. Picture yourself as a little child. How would you want to be treated in that moment? Would you want someone to acknowledge the thing that you tried to do? 
Or would you want them to point out all the things that you didn't do? And play out that scenario in your mind. How would each of those make you feel? Because that child is still in there. That child is still inside you. And so everything you feel, they feel. Visualize that when you go to scold yourself for not getting everything done on your to-do list. Think about that little child. Is that how you want to speak to a child? Children need love and encouragement and praise. And as adults, that doesn't go away. We still need that. And we don't always get it from the outside world. So we need to do it for ourselves. This is a powerful act in self-love and something that you can practice a little bit every day. So every time you achieve something, give yourself a little pat on the back, just like you did at school, just like that child would have done at school when they did really good writing or they did their hair themselves in the morning or something like that. Picture that for yourself right now. Acknowledge the things that you have done and give yourself praise. You deserve it. So to sum up today's episode, we've talked about ways that we can implement more self-love into our lives. We talked about self-criticism and how we can use mirror work to start to improve our self-talk. Looking in the mirror and looking at something positive before you look at something negative. Next, we talked about drowning out our negative spiraling thoughts. And we do this by consuming content that uplifts us and inspires us and makes us feel positive and helps us to form new neural pathways in our minds. Remember, we talked about the path analogy, forging a new path, meaning forging some new patterns of thinking that are more positive and more empowering. And lastly, celebrating your achievements, thinking about that little child inside of you and how they want to be spoken to, filling them with love and praise and encouragement and doing that for yourself right now. So bringing it back to manifestations for a minute, because we've been talking about self-love and I want you to understand the connection between bringing manifestations into your life and loving yourself. We've all heard that phrase, you can't pour from an empty cup. When you're giving and giving and giving to everyone and you're left feeling completely empty and completely depleted, your current reality is going to reflect that back to you. You might be giving to everyone else, but who's giving back to you? And this is where we get that feeling of unfulfillment and of feeling hard done by because you're doing everything for everyone else, but they're not doing it back to you. But are you giving yourself any love? How can you expect everyone to give things to you to help you when you're not even helping yourself? This is like that analogy of putting your own oxygen mask on first. You need to pour love into yourself so that you have more to give. And the universe responds to this. When you're focusing on your own happiness, that raises your vibration. I'm going to talk a lot more about frequency and vibration in the next episode. But for now, just a brief summary is that your vibration is your kind of like your mood and the things that you want are often the things that you feel are going to make you happy. So to draw those manifestations and those things to you, you need to match that energy, meaning that you need to feel the happiness that you want to feel or the love that you want to feel now so that you can bring that thing to you. And how do we do that? 
we do things that make us happy. We pour love into ourselves. So you can see that everything begins with self-love. If you want to improve your life in any way, start to love yourself and watch your life change for the better. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helped or inspired you, leave a review on your favorite podcast app. This helps the algorithm to boost this podcast and get it out to more people, more people that need to hear this message and share it with as many friends as you can. I'm sure there's people that you can think of in your lives that are striving for something and maybe this is just the missing puzzle piece that they need. So share it with as many people as you can. I'm so grateful that you listened to this whole episode. Thank you so much for being here. Have a lovely rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.